0: Welcome to the Bridge the Divide podcast with Erica Turner and Heidi Wheeler, hosts and founders of the group Bridge the Divide Cedarburg. We hope to provide a forum for discussion and action around racial reconciliation. We seek to identify instances of inequality, foster empathy, and educate others to recognize their part in problems and solutions in Ozaki County and beyond. creates meaning about race and ethnicity and plays an important role in shaping the way we understand race and ethnicity as part of our identity, our history, our social institutions, and our everyday lives. Often used interchangeably, race is a way of classifying individuals and groups on the basis of physical characteristics, particularly one's skin color. Ethnicity delineates one's place of origin or nationality, one's cultural background, or ant- ancestry, one's language, and by extension, one's belief system. Today, we are going to be discussing race and ethnicity in the media. We, um, we have noticed recently and before yeah. the last few weeks that when you're looking for it, you will see there's discrepancy in all news sources and forms between the way people of color are portrayed and the way white people are portrayed.
1: Mm -hmm. I would say you have plenty of people of color that are criminals and people of hmm, the dominant society (laughs) that are mentally ill or, um, you know someone that is uh, uh, an african american female that's mad that's angry but a white woman is hurt or sad mm-hmm. you know there's a there's just a there's a discrepancy and if you're not paying attention i don't think you you realize it but when it seems to be directed at you you kind of pay more attention mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is one of
0: those it's so subtle that if you weren't looking for it, you would probably miss it. Mm-hmm. Forms of racism. It's, mm-hmm. it's subtle. But we're going to share a little bit later some of the research that proves right. uh, the discrepancies. But take a recent story, for instance. Uh, last couple weeks in the news, there was a white father from Colorado. His name is Chris Watts, and he is the one that admitted to killing his pregnant wife and he is claiming that she murdered his two daughters, but all of them were found buried out in a field. Mm-hmm. And the kinds of headlines you see around the story are, in quotes, it seemed like he would die for his family. Quote, called a hero by his daughter, he allegedly killed. Um, and so you you also were given um images of this man stylized family Mm -hmm, photos beautiful
1: family photos yeah
0: where you think how could this happen this can't be true really this guy it it just sets it up to be um not what you would expect from this beautiful family with all these wonderful relationships so um his name was used a lot in headlines Mm -hmm. and he was just um he was given a lot of personal um attention, and background in Mm -hmm. history. Whereas Melvin Harris III is also a father, but he is a black father from Arizona, and he was charged recently with second-degree murder. Police say that he fatally punched a man who followed his 16-year-old daughter into a public bathroom, Mm -hmm. and um, the guy tried to enter his daughter's locked stall. And so his father, Anger, Mm -hmm. was strong, and he... Beat the guy up, and the the perpetrator who was following his daughter died of brain swelling mm-hmm. eventually, and so um, he's charged with second-degree murder. In the media, most outlets have represented him with his mug shot, mm-hmm. not shots of him with his daughter, mm-hmm. not family shots. Um, he is looking down. He looks like he's in despair. He looks like a criminal, mm-hmm. whereas Chris w- Watts, the Colorado man, looked like a family man.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So, um, you know, again, subtle. If you're not looking for it, but what would these two different depictions cause the people who are taking them in Correct. to internalize? Uh, one, I don't know what they're thinking about Chris Watts because that's a crazy story. But at least for Melvin Harris, the black father, it 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 didn't use his name in headlines. It said uh, father charged with second-degree murder. It didn't give a lot of his history or personal background. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you just you see a a man who's African-American with a mugshot. It just reinforces, if you have the belief that black men are criminals, right. it further um, influences that belief, as opposed to this was a father defending his daughter. Correct. It's just, yeah. no, black men are criminals.
1: Right, right, right. And I think that that's uh, how how people are portrayed in the media is a part of um, the the danger of the single story. I know there was a TED Talk about that. Um, I'm sorry that I can't remember uh, her name. But if, if you are only presented with these negative stereotypes in articles, on the news, um, the only thing that you hear about black man did this thing, black woman did this thing, they are, they are, again, criminals, all these stereotypes, angry, um, poor, lazy, all of those stereotypes, and that's all you see, then how are you, the person who's watching this, supposed to form a different opinion about it? Mm -hmm. That's, that's, unless, of course, you take it upon yourself to go out and have relationships with people that look differently than you relationships with people that are and, and create this contrary story to what you're being fed so it's not all somebody else's fault we've got to take some onus and do something to improve our relationships or create the relationships that we don't have yet
0: right which is especially concerning in Ozaki County mm-hmm. and the Milwaukee area. We know that there are listeners in other parts of the country, and you right. might have different situations or neighborhoods where things are very uh, racially diverse and, and people are mixed. Um, but here we don't have that, right. so we have this white county. Right. And Erica was telling me before the show that there was this, what, 65-year-old woman in northern
1: Yes, she was a, a, a co-worker of mine, a previous co-worker of mine that was from – um, I want to say it's Krivitz. I'm not from Wisconsin, so I hope I'm not saying the name wrong, but it's, it's very far North, very small town. And she didn't have her first encounter, like a, like a face to face encounter with a person of color until she was in college. Cause she went away to college. Um, at, I, I want to say UW Madison and, and that was her first, um, her first interaction. And unfortunately it was not a pleasant interaction she was um, she was um, assaulted by a black male, a black athlete on the campus. So she has no interaction at all. Her first one is a, a a very bad interaction. That then her first choice could have been turn away and just forget it all because this is what whoever you're them. This mm-hmm. is what they are like and she didn't do that she you know she still she stayed at her school she you know worked on having better interactions with people and she didn't have her mind set on all of the negative stereotypes and the one bad interaction she had and so she lived to have many many more better interactions with lots of different people but she had to make the choice to do that mm-hmm. because anybody that was around her would have given her the okay to just turn and and walk away and and you see this is all true, and then turn and walk away. And then
0: when I turn on my TV, it's also reinforced. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So relationships matter. Diversifying your media sources matter. After the break, we're going to talk uh, research and more examples. So recent research by Travis Dixon, a communications professor at the university of Illinois at Urbana Champaign concluded that what well, we already know, major media outlets routinely present a distorted picture of black families, portraying them as dependent and dysfunctional while white families are more likely to be detected, depicted as sources of social stability. And so, um, what his team did when they were doing the study is they reviewed more than 800 local and national news stories and commentary pieces published or aired between January, 2015 and December, 2016. So this was not a long time ago. This was recent, randomly sampling the most highly rated news programs, um, for each, each one of the major broadcast and cable network. This included ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. Mm -hmm. They also included uh, influential newspapers like the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, USA Today, Los Angeles Times, and the Chicago Trib. Um, And so the study concluded that both uh, ideologically driven news sources as well as traditional um, newspapers and broadcasts featured, furthered false narratives about black families helping shape public assumptions that they are uniquely and irre- uh, irrevocably pathological and under undeserving.
1: So for instance, that, that kind of hurts, does <laughs> hurt. <laughs> that kind of hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It's I. I don't know. Is it is it because there isn't a diversified workforce that's working for the the Television stations or working for the newspapers that could counter some of the stories. You know, it just, it, I don't know. I wish I didn't. Um, so, this was,
0: I got this out of just kind of a briefing on uh-huh. the study. I don't know if he had conclusions or takeaways. Right. We can brainstorm in a minute. But uh, for instance, the black families in the media mm-hmm. represented 59% of the poor portrayed in the media but account actually just for 27% of Americans in poverty. White families make up only 17% of the poor depicted in news media, but make up, in reality, 66% of the American poor. Mm-hmm. Um, black people were also, also nearly three times more likely than whites to be portrayed as dependent on welfare, and black fathers were um, shown spending time with their kids about half as often as white fathers, so these are some of the concrete takeaways from the study
1: mm-hmm. I don't know, and i and I feel like I feel like we need to put out a disclaimer too that you're you're listening to um an African American female and a white female and and our viewpoint on things, but I certainly don't pretend to represent all of black culture all of black lives, you know, um, and and I, I don't want us to forget that there are other people of color in situations. So I wonder if he had, you know, gone to a reservation and talked to Native American families that are mm-hmm. struggling in a place that they didn't choose to be, that they were, you know, their their whole lineage forces them onto a reservation because of how the country was founded and and who speaks for them. I mean, at least that we're here trying to speak for people to at least mm-hmm. open up someone's mind and say, maybe you should think about this. Maybe you should, um, I think one time you talked about being curious. Maybe mm-hmm. you should just become curious and, and find out how this is for other people or why it's this way and figure out how we can change it. But they're just, it's very sad.
0: I think it is sad. And there's a an aspect of humanity that we... We get very passive. We're tired. We're busy. We um, we we get to the point where all we want to do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix okay. and eat ice cream at night. Yeah. Not that I know or anything.
1: <laughs> but we. Become, In the middle of the day, it's when it's bad. If it's at <laughs> night, it's fine.
0: <laughs> right. Nobody sees it. It's not happening. I don't eat carbs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... We just we become very passive recipients of things, right. um, and to to go beyond that and to wake up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't like using the term "woke" mm-hmm. all the time because mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of overplayed. But right, right, I mean that in all areas of life to wake up and to be um, in touch with other human beings, to get out of our our comfortable easy lives, right. and to go into places that initially might feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and challenge our past viewpoints is the only way that we're going to live awake to those around us.
1: And why not do that now, right? Waiting to do that in, well, in a couple years, I'll, is it going to get any better? Is it going to get any easier? It might. It's going to be difficult to make the leap anyway, so you might as well get going at it.
0: Right. I mean, <laughs>
1: this is a lot of where our
0: fears come from, a lack of knowledge right. and a lack of um, experience with something. Right. So we can sit here in our county and be secluded and Mm -hmm. all by ourselves and never get out of our zones Mm -hmm. and we can live in fear Mm -hmm. and or we can try to step out a little bit and see what happens when you meet people of other cultures and other socioeconomic statuses and how that expands your view of humanity right and who
1: uh, who I don't know if it's that someone said it, and so now everybody else agrees with it. But why do we think that being secluded and being around people that only look like you, act like you, think like you, eat the same things you do, exercise the same way, who said that that was the right way? Why would you only want to listen to one kind of music and only have one kind of food? Why is that the best way? It it seems, I don't know, It doesn't. it doesn't seem like a thought that everybody just said it's it's more comfortable let's just do that that could be part of it Mm -hmm. but I think that when you have media when you have um you're watching the news and you're seeing over there and you say well right here is just fine with the people that Mm -hmm. I'm nice and safe and comfortable with and
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know but you've got to break out of it I guess it takes some courage to break out of it too it's not a it's not an easy step because I wouldn't have you think it would be a lie to think that you could walk from Cedarburg and find the uh the densest place that you can in a corner of Milwaukee and say hi my name's Heidi can I be your friend and and be accepted with open arms as if there is no strife and there is no tension because there is but that's been a part of the last few hundred years of creating and perpetuating the tension and the and the anger so it's you have to have some courage to be able to to step across the line and, and talk to somebody you haven't talked to before I know this is a podcast
0: on media and the race and race but I was it was hitting me as you we were both sitting here that both of us are nurses and yes. both of us have military association oh. your husband was in the yes. military. and my dad was uh-huh. so we moved a lot mm-hmm. you moved a lot correct and we've dealt with literally hundreds probably thousands of public right people in the public right so maybe some of that exposure to other cultures I mean Wisconsin does not have the same culture as Hoboken New Jersey Mm -hmm. as Denver Colorado right as Mississippi where I was born as Kentucky like all these places I've lived there's different cultures right and you see
1: that it's all beautiful right right and I and I would you know you never want to glorify one type of culture above all but the military culture is a different culture Mm. it's a we lived in our own cities we were we were kind of secluded from the world some of the times on on the military bases but we had people who had been stationed at different locations around the world they had married they had children they brought back these families that were all we were all mixed together on the on the, the base. base now yeah. we had issues with class because you have officer and enlisted and mm. And so it's not like we didn't have our issues, but that was my entire adult life was being married to the military and everybody was all together and we did everything together and you learned how to cook somebody else's dish that they got from their grandma that you'd never heard of before. And and I didn't feel as secluded um, in my residential life until the first time we lived off post. Mm. And- I was told by a realtor to choose where which people I wanted to live with because there there wasn't a place where everybody lived together. Do you want to live with black people? Do you want to live with Mexicans, or do you want to live with white people? Those mm-hmm. were the choices that she gave me yep. because everybody didn't live together. together. So,
0: so when when you were all together, no one would watch look at a billboard and say, "Oh, oh there's Eric," you know, somebody like Erica on welfare. Right, they, right. They knew you. They knew that right. is not. Who, what they know of, of a right. black woman, right, right. So right. they probably wouldn't internalize it as much as somebody who's had no exposure. They
1: had no exposure, correct.
0: All right. So we need to go to break, but after the break, we're gonna finish this discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is your first bridge the divide post production <laughs> check here. Um, we talked a little bit ago about my experience as a, a military wife in the army, and um, it some of the things just that I spoke about just didn't seem complete. It didn't seem like you got the complete story. So I wanted to kind of give just a little bit more information um, about. My opinion of of our life in the military, um, I discussed how we had so many different cultures running through our neighborhoods in the military. Um, my husband's work life, and and the experience in the military really allowed us to live among so many different people. They were they were from uh, various races and ethnicities and cultures and different nations and. I really enjoyed that experience. It and I think that like Heidi said, it really increased my my comfort level in living among and working with people who weren't necessarily the same as as me. They didn't look the same. They weren't from the same backgrounds, um weren't from the same countries, some of them. So that was a really uh, important part of my growth as an adult and I I I'm glad that I had that, but I also wanted to make sure that we didn't assume or didn't have the takeaway that the military life is some kind of post-racial utopian society. It really is a microcosm of everything that's happening in every other um, city and institution in America. It still has Problems with not only class, but problems with racism, and and I think that that's because the the ugliness of racism really is woven through all of our systems, all of our institutions, and it's just around all the time. So I, I wanted to make sure that um, I, I didn't leave you with the thought that that the military um, was above reproach in some of these issues that we're talking about. We're talking about what we see now in regular city life. But we did experience some of those things in the military, and it was just a big culture shock for me coming from living the military life into the civilian life, even with some of those same um, problems. So segregation and racial issues and um, uh, fear and distrust and miscommunication among the races happens just as much in um, our military community as it does out in our civilian community now. So we're in the studio looking at pictures that you can't see of some of the the media content that we were talking about. We have some some comparative um, articles. Um, some, I have a couple from Hurricane Katrina um and there was a picture of a young black man wading through the water um carrying it looks like there's food and items wrapped in a plastic bag and he's dragging them through the water it's chest deep water and the article um reads a young man walks through chest deep floodwaters after looting a grocery store in New Orleans uh and then there is another article from a different newspaper of uh it look it could be the same picture there's a young white man with a, um, a backpack and dragging some items with a baseball cap on. And um, the art, the headline is two residents wade through chest deep water after finding bread and soda from a local grocery store after Hurricane Katrina. Mm. So, so. Should see Erica's face. <laughs> I don't have my face filter on. <laughs> um Yeah. So, you know, we're doing the the exact same thing. And and I'm sure that both men are hurting. This is this storm came. Nobody knew what was happening, what to do. They were scared. They didn't they didn't know if they were going to survive this and they had to go get food. So why is the the black man looting and why is the white man finding Mm -hmm. food?
0: Right. And I have one where there's Two different pictures of mothers holding crying babies. One is white and one's a woman of color. Um, Neither baby looks happy. Both mothers are holding their babies. And in one of our Bridge the Divide meetings last year, we held it up and we didn't... I don't think we took answers or anything. No, no. But we just... We ask people to think about what's your first impression when you see these two pictures side by side. Mm -hmm. It looks like the white, both mothers are comforting their babies. Right. But I think something to think about is, are you making up a backstory to go with either of these pictures? Right. Are you thinking about the black mother? Oh, she probably has four or five other kids. She's on welfare. Or maybe she's taking drugs and she has a crack baby that she's holding. Mm -hmm. you have to go into your own mind and think about, am I actually treating these pictures totally equal? Right. Or right. do I have some biases that are showing up? Right. Because the media has groomed you too.
1: Right. <laughs> it, it's true. They, that's, it's, um it's I guess it's not indoctrination. That sounds like a, a state I don't want us to get to. Some sometimes I I kind of feel that way. But if right. you're always showing these stories and you are in charge of creating the headline, you can frame it however it is you want. Mm-hmm. And and it's up to us on the receiving end to say, I I really don't believe what you're selling here. I don't, but but they're selling a story. So, and I have one of uh, a male and a female that are both white that were, um, I think they were going on a, a, a crime spree and it's, they. I don't know if they ever actually used a weapon. I don't know if anybody ever got hurt, but in the pictures that they show, which, you know, look like their school pictures, maybe, um, it's teen sweethearts on a, a Bonnie and Clyde style crime spree it's not sweet that's so sweet I mean they they love each other it's just they got caught into some bad stuff those those kids those Mm. kids and then we have um two black males I want to say late teens Mm -hmm. maybe early 20s and and they are you know dangerous suspects wanting on wanted on several robberies and they they have what looks like Maybe mug shots that that are shown as their um, as their pictures with the article. So so again, it's it's the the job of a reporter to report information. You can choose how you frame it, and you the the people that are receiving the information can choose how you receive it. it it's up to you to say, I am not going to believe that without all of the details, without all of the histories. I'm not going to automatically believe that. This picture and this story is the only way that that could have happened, that there's not a possibility of, you know, um, a different story. We tend
0: to, like you and I have talked about, group people of color, at least the mainstream society tends to group people of color and allow white people to be individuals,
1: that that blows my mind. I don't I don't understand that I'm not a psychology major. I was a regular med surg nurse. <laughs> but how is it that if you see um a black man on the news do, with some kind of criminal activity, then it's yep, yeah, you see, I told you that they are like that, that it's a it's a global thing. That's what happens with those people in their neighborhood versus a white man that's on a, a ha, is a criminal or has been accused of criminal activity is that one guy, He's something a bad must guy. have happened to that guy, that one guy is bad but he certainly doesn't represent the entirety of his race right. so it's a, um, I don't know again if that's something that we learned in school, I don't know why Why we do that, sometimes it doesn't seem like just a, a natural thing that we gravitated to, it's, we've we've heard it, we've seen it, we've kind of gotten used to it. And so we think it's so
0: Well, it's the way it's been done it. Right. And so I don't, I don't know if we can change the media, but if you are a person of influence, Mm -hmm. you can start with any small thing in your sphere of influence, the way Mm -hmm. what you post on Facebook, Mm -hmm. uh, the way you talk about the, they Mm -hmm. questioning headlines you see and pictures you see and starting to have a little bit different perspective or eyes when Mm -hmm. you look at these things Mm -hmm. Like you said before, mm-hmm. and and it's it's not a game because it's not fun or entertainment. Correct, but it's it's um, it's something you can pursue. Right. Is to see what you can find. We do this with our kids about advertisements. What is the lie they're telling you? <laughs> what do you think? What are they telling you that you need right now? Right, right. So in media, what is what are they? portraying that is not necessarily truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Be looking for that. Mm
1: -hmm. And those things are not individual digs at individuals who are writing stories. You know, it's not a pot shot at that person that's writing that story. It's it's kind of woven into how we do things. It's how it's always been. And it doesn't necessarily mean that a person is bad or good because of, but it's something that, that we have to not accept. We've got to choose to to not accept that that uh that story all right Um, so now what now we we invite you again to uh come out on september 4th to our first um meeting for the year and see if we can talk about some more of these things
0: is it going to be the first monday of every month except this month
1: yes this month because the monday is labor day we have it on tuesday but after that it will be the first monday of every month
0: you can mark your calendars and we hope to see you there sounds good Thank you.